Welcome back to a new episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. We're still in January, which means we are going to be continuing to talk about intentional living. On today's podcast episode, we're going to be talking about habits, not any kind of habit, but the habits that can help you live a little bit more intentional this year. I'm also going to be sharing with you the three R's, this science-backed approach on how your habits work and how you can develop habits this year. We're probably going to do an episode just on habits because it's one of my favorite topics to talk about, but today I'm going to give you the gist of how to develop new habits and also going to give you some ideas of habits you might want to consider if you, like me, are trying to live more intentionally in 2023. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves, those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Okay, this is part three of the series on intentional living. We started this series as the year started, and we started talking about what intentional living is and what is not. And I share with you the one thing you can do if you're only going to do one thing, the one thing that is going to help you live more intentionally in 2023. Then last week, we talked about 10 areas in our lives where we can be more intentional this year. And today, I want to talk about habits because I think. You know, habits are the answer to almost anything and everything. I am such a nerd around habits. Two of my top books that I've ever read in my book in my life are related to habits. So that tells you a little bit or way too much on how much I love habits and how much I relay on habits for almost everything. Any topic around personal growth that you and I can talk about, probably I'm going to throw the word habit in the mix, which reminds me that it has been a while since I've talked about habits, and it is on the books for this year to make an episode all around habits and how to develop new habits, how to stop bad habits, all about habits. Today, we're not going to go into habits in a whole depth but I'm going to give you the just of it. And I want to tie that with sharing with you some ideas of habits you might want to consider if you, like me this year, are trying to live more intentionally. Because let me start just by reporting out on how intentional living is going over here. If you have been listening to the podcast this year, you know that my power word for 2023 is intentional. And 
I am committed to live intentionally this year. And I explained in the previous podcast episodes the reasons why. Um, And then this month, something happened that reminded me of why this is so important. I lost someone close to me, um, a cousin, that was battling with a brain tumor for now several years. And she was just 30 years old. Um, She passed right before her 31st birthday. And she left behind a husband, a little one-year-old little girl, um, family, and lots, lots of friends. And it has been hard. I mean, a better place now. But last week was really hard for me. I was really emotional and I don't know exactly why. Um, Part of it is losing her. Part of it is maybe the guilt of allowing distance and time to become an excuse not to be closer to her. Um, In part was all the memories that I had Uh, on the few times that we were together. Part was because she taught us all so profound life lessons around strength and resilience. And she really is a role model for me in how to live life. Um, It's amazing. Um, And I'm starting to get emotional here, but Gosh, she was an amazing person. She was so loved and, you know, in part was losing her, seeing how she lived her life and and the, the great lessons that she taught me, the guilt of not having to spend more time with her, thinking about her daughter and the fact that she's going to grow without a mom and that my cousin is not going to be able to see her daughter grow and go to school and walk and all the things, right? I have two kids and it put a lot of things in perspective. And lastly, I think it was just helping me put things in perspective for myself and my life and why you know, living intentionally is such an important thing for me this year. Um, Anyways, that was a parenthesis. Again, every time I'm standing here in front of my microphone trying to share with you tips around intentional living, there is something that happens that reminds me why we need to live more intentionally. And that was another reminder for me. Certainly one that hit hard and it was just reaffirming to say, I I really need to keep trying because the truth is I'm still not living as intentionally as I want to live. It is hard 
to start making changes and adjustments in my life to live more intentionally. And I think part of it is just that I'm becoming more and more aware of the times that I am not intentional and all the opportunities that I have to be more intentional. And as I've been reflecting on how things are going for me and realizing that, you know, it is not perfect, that it is a journey, that while I am 120% convinced that this is it, this is my true north in 2023, there's so much work that I have still to do to really feel that I am living intentionally to the degree that I want to. And as I was reflecting on this, I came back to habits because as I mentioned just a minute ago, habits is where I go anytime that I want to improve something in my life. When I was focused on being more healthy and starting to exercise and eat healthier I went to habits as the way to accomplish that. When I was trying to grow my career, I went to habits as a way to accomplish that. When I was trying to grow this podcast and become a podcaster, that's what I turned to, habits. That has been a constant denominator in everything that I've done everything that I focus on, everything that I've tried to grow and develop, the common denominator has been, I guess, two. One is just self-awareness, which we talked about in previous episodes. And the second one, it's habits. So I was trying to think about how can I leverage habits to help me live more intentionally? And what can be habits that I can incorporate this year into my life that will help me in this pursuit of being more intentional in all areas of my life. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to share with you what are those habits, some ideas, um, and I'm going to give you a long list because here's the thing. I started just brainstorming with a blank piece of paper and thinking about what are all the things that come to my mind that can help me be more intentional but then I will talk to you about how to start a habit a little bit today. Um, and you will hear me saying that one of the keys to start developing habits is to start small. So the first part of today is a brainstorming. It's all ideas and it is not the intent that you try to incorporate a bunch of these things overnight, right? Just hear me out, see what resonates most with you and pick one, one habit to incorporate into your life because that's my goal for today, that I inspire you to pick one thing, one habit that you can focus on developing this year that can help you live more intentionally or show up more intentionally in any area of your life. So I just want to share with you some habits that you can build to help you get started with living a more intentional life. 
Remember though, that the trick with any habit is to start small, okay? Otherwise, you're gonna overwhelm yourself and you're gonna give up. And that is not what we want, right? I think that is one of the main reasons why people give up with New Year intentions, with their goals, with their dreams, because they try to do all at once, they get overwhelmed and they quit. So we're starting small in the spirit as well of intentional living, starting small and start to build up. And we'll talk more about how to develop those habits. But let me share a few of them. I have a long list here. Let's see how many we can cover today. So one habit that um, I think it's not going to come as a surprise to you because we've already talked about this during this series is to know your values and to let them guide you. So getting in the habit of reconnecting regularly with your habits, with your habits, with your values. Um, and any time that you are facing a difficult decision in any area of your life can be in your relationships, in your career, um, around your time, around anything, any time that you're faced with a decision where you're struggling on making the decision, on defining what to do, reconnect with your values and use your values as that compass to help you point you in the right direction. Habit number two is to declutter your life. We can't be intentional in the middle of clutter. That is something that I've come to a conclusion to. And decluttering your life is key to live more intentionally. And we'll make an episode on this in the future, because I think there's so much to talk about decluttering. But start small. And I think I share this on one of the episodes towards the end of last year. But even if it's your desk, right? How can you start your week Declaring your desk, getting rid of anything that you don't need so you only leave the things that you really need so you can be intentional about how you use your space and you set up your space to help you be more productive and as a result, more, success, more successful. Number three, getting in the habit of saying no and saying no intentionally. I think I've talked about this. I touch on this in previous episodes, but being intentional is about being sure of what you're saying yes to and what you're saying no to and that being aligned with what matters most to you and as hard as it is getting in the habit of saying no it's one habit that can really help you live more intentionally so as shiny objects come in your way as people invite you to get involved in different things, start practicing saying no. And for me, there is one rule that makes this simple. If it's not a heck yes, is a no. So whenever an opportunity comes across, if you don't feel that yes in your entire body, like you're convinced right away, like it's it's a heck yes, I want to do this, then say no and get in the habit of saying no more frequently. Number four is 
the opposite, right? Stay just to what matters most. So if you have done a little bit of work inspired by our conversations this far around intentional living on what are the things that matter most to you, start to say yes to those things. Think about how can you get in the habit of saying yes more often to the things that matter most. So I'm going to give an example because I think this is one that probably has come up for most of us, which is family or our loved ones. Saying yes to spending more time with the people that we love. So how can you be more get into the habit of saying yes to that? Um, for me, that comes across as, you know, in the evenings, if my kids all of a sudden tell me, mom, let's play life or let's play Monopoly or let's play whatever game. Because we've been getting into the habit of doing more like family board games. And to be honest, there's a lot of days that I am so tired at the end of the day that the last thing that I want is to play a board game. Like, I just want to lay in bed, read a book, watch TV, and just do nothing. But it's just a reminder of getting in the habit of saying yes to the things that matter most. And my kids are one of the most important things in my life. So saying yes, even if I don't feel a heck yes, because it is a heck yes for them, right? Um, it's not playing board games that is a heck yes, it's spending quality time with them. And that quality time, the best way to spend quality time with the people that you love is by doing the things that they want to do, not what you want to do. So in this case, I would rather watch a movie with them. But if they want to play board games, then board games is the heck yes, because that's what they want to do, right? Um, I hope that makes sense. Number five is getting in the habit of eating more veggies. You know, that is a simple way. If this year your, your goal is to be more intentional about getting healthy or healthier, um, that is a simple thing that you can start doing on your nutrition to help you live a healthier lifestyle. It's just adding some extra veggies at every meal. That simple. Number six, have regular digital detoxes. I've talked a little bit about this last year as we were approaching the end of the year. And I enjoy doing a digital detox so much. Um, it's incredible that how much stress goes out of my system when I carve out time to do this digital detox. And I will link the episode where I talk about it on the show notes of today's podcast, but there's a certain things that I do when I do a digital detox. Like I clean out my recycling bin in my computer and I clean up some files and I do a backup of files and I clean up my, my pictures on my phone and I actually have an app um, that I use that is an amazing app and actually turns out that this app, um, how, what is the best way of explaining this? The company that created this app is owned by the 
brother-in-law and sister of my brother-in-law. So very distant, but they're geniuses, really geniuses. And the app, um, it's called Gemini, G-J-E-M-I-N-I. If you don't have it, I really recommend it. It's a paid app, completely worth paying for the app. If you, like me, love taking pictures, it makes it so easy to clean out my pictures. I was getting to a point, and I'm, I know I'm getting off topic, but, you know, I want to leverage my podcast more this year to amplify companies that I love or products that I love. And this is one of them because it is genius, really. I'm always running out of space on my phone and I'm embarrassed to say this because of my pictures. So this app makes it so easy to clean out your pictures. I will put a link to this app on the show notes of the podcast episode if you want to check it out. Okay, so that was number six. Number seven is developing the habit of a self-care routine. I share with you when we were talking about asking yourself better quality questions. One of the questions that I am regularly asking myself and being intentional about asking myself is, how am I taking care of me today? And for me, a great way to make that consistent, so it's not just like once a month I do something for myself, is to create a self-care routine. And what and how that self-care routine looks like, it's completely up to you, right? It needs to be something that is meaningful to you. And that might be very different than to me. Maybe in a future podcast episode, I can share what my self-care routine looks like. I don't want to get off topic again, but number seven, create a self-care routine. Number eight is start introducing a new practice like yoga, meditation, or journaling. Getting in the habit of making these practices a habit, right? And I, I mentioned those three because I think those three can really help to slow down, control our stress, be more present, is a way of practicing mindfulness. So yoga, meditation, or journaling. Three great examples. Don't try to do all three at once. Just pick one and try to get in the habit of, of doing these things. Um, number nine, um, get in the habit of regularly doing a social media audit and unfollow any people or any account that don't align with your values. I've talked about this social media audits before. I think getting in the habit of regularly unfollow accounts and people that don't align with your values is a great way to be more intentional because what we consume is what we become. And what you consume consumes you and what consumes you is what determines your life, what, how you show up, what you do, what is in your mind, what is in your thoughts, right? You're fueling your mind through what you consume. And what you consume eventually is going to consume you. So be intentional with what is that you consume in a way that it's aligned with your values. Um, that was number nine. Number 10, 
um, get in the habit of high-fiving yourself. I don't know if you read the book, the latest book from Mel Robbins, The High Five Habit. I think it's a great habit to develop. I really recommend the book. Um, it just helps you start in a positive attitude and shift a little bit the negative self-talk into more of a positive and encouraging self-talk. Uh, number 11 is spend 15 minutes in silence. And when I say 15 minutes in silence, it's just 15 minutes that you devote to yourself. It can be, you know, and when I say silence, what I mean is without watching TV or listening to music or listening to a podcast, like just find a place where you can disconnect from the world and just be in silence for even help. It can be two minutes five minutes, build up to the 15 minutes, right? I had found this one is super hard for me to sit still for 15 minutes without doing anything is super hard. I started to believe that I have developed ADHD as an adult, seriously, because it's so freaking hard. But I'm staying, I'm starting with three minutes, then building up to five. I'm right now at five minutes. My goal is to get to 15 minutes. And um, I think I found the perfect way to fit this into my routine. I'm going to be talking more about this, but I've been into biohacking lately and I got myself a, an infrared sauna mat. Um, and I am getting into the habit of doing that as part of my self-care routine. I'll talk more about this in a future episode, but let me just say that I think that is going to be the perfect time for me to spend some silent time with myself. And we'll talk more about this when we talk about habits, but that is what I call, not I, but what I learned, it's called habit stacking, which is an amazing technique to develop new habits. Okay, number 12, unsubscribe from newsletters that you don't read. Going back to what we consume ends up consuming us. I don't know about you, but I get so much junk on my email. And even if I don't read those emails, the time that it takes to just delete them right? I want to be intentional about what I consume and I want to simplify my inbox. That's a big goal of mine this year. So as I'm receiving emails, if there's something that no longer resonates, maybe in the past, right, was something that I was curious about, um, but I'm no longer interested or into, I am unsubscribing. So unsubscribe from newsletters that you don't read. Another habit is to write down your goals and plan your first steps. I always have said that you can be working on multiple goals simultaneously, like not giving your full focus to all of them. You can be working on them simultaneously, yes, but not like full focus, right? You can make so much more progress if you focus in one at a time and give it all your energy, 
all your time, all your attention, you're going to make so much more momentum. So connecting with your goals, like daily, like think about what is the goal that I'm working towards right now? That's a great question to ask yourself. And then what is one thing that I can do today to make progress towards that goal? So getting in the habit of connecting with your goals and asking yourself, what is the one thing that I can do today to make progress towards that goal? That's another great habit to help you live more intentionally this year. Okay, the next one, um, I don't know what number we are anymore. I think next one is 14, is getting the habit of focusing on the present. This one is really hard, but how can we develop the habit of being more present in the moment? And I'm still trying to figure out how to do that. I don't have an answer yet, um, but this is one that I'm really curious about and I'm really trying to work on. How, because I'm constantly catching myself now that I'm focused on living intentionally, I have become really aware that I am either thinking about the past or the future, but I really struggle to be in the moment in the present. So practicing that um, and make that a habit is a great way to live more intentionally. Okay, number 15, set intentions for your day first thing in the morning. I shared this one before in one of our previous episodes, but this can be a great habit to incorporate into your morning routine. And it takes one or two minutes, right? Just look at your calendar, look at the things that are scheduled for today, and just ask yourself, what are my intentions for today? How do I want to show up? What do I want to accomplish in this meeting that is coming up, right? Getting in the habit of setting intentions for your day or even taking it to setting intentions for a particular meeting or a particular event in your day. Number 16, getting the habit of spending more time in nature. Even if it's a five-minute walk in a park, even if it's getting out in your backyard if you have one, but how to spend more time in nature and make that a habit. I feel that, and maybe this is just me, but spending time in nature really helps me to reduce my stress, to practice mindfulness, and talking about being present in the present. When I'm in nature, it's one of the few times that I'm able to do that. And I just focus on the things that I I can see, I can smell, I can hear, I can touch. Like I start to think about how am I experiencing nature through all my senses. So in the summer, when I was dropping my daughter to school, I will go to a park that is nearby and just do a quick walk. And it's beautiful because it has this lake and the trees. And then in the fall, you can see all the leaves changing color. And as the winter came and it's more cold, I stopped doing it. And I want to get back into the habit of spending more time in nature, regardless of the weather. Number 17, get in the habit of taking responsibility for your choices. 
this, um, I thought for a minute, is this really a habit or is just an idea? But I do think it's a habit, right? Every time that you make a choice, really to take that responsibility for your choice and the consequences of your choices. And by making this a habit, you start to develop more accountability, more ownership, and those are great skills to have um, in any context that you are, whether it's professionally or personally. And it also helps you to live more intentionally, right? Because part of living intentionally is to act in alignment with what matters most. And sometimes when you do that, it's going to drive you to make decisions and choices that maybe are not going to turn out the way that you wanted them to turn out. And still, when that is the case, owning those choices and owning those decisions is an important piece of living intentionally. Okay, number 18, get in the habit of not or stop the habit. This is not a new habit, but more like a habit to stop is to stop having a victim mindset. And what do I mean by this is getting in the habit of catching yourself whenever you're playing victim and stopping that. And this one is very related with the previous one. So I think this is one habit that we can stop in order to replace it with the previous one that I talk about, which was um, taking responsibility for your choices. And when you combine the two, when you replace one with the other, magic is going to start to happen. Another habit, number 19, getting the habit of learning something new every day. For me, I don't know that necessarily is learning something new, but just spending time in learning every day. It's a habit that I have developed over the years that is one of my favorite habits. And you can do this while you're walking or exercising or driving or doing something else. But for me, that looks like listening to a podcast every day or listening to an audiobook every day or reading a book or training, getting a class. But every day I have the habit of investing in my personal development. Maybe that's a better way of calling this one, like getting the habit of investing time in your personal development. Number 20, start a gratitude practice. Yes, I'm going to mention gratitude once again. Um, I'm sure you were seeing this one coming because, you know, just like I said, habits are something that can apply to any topic that I talk about. Gratitude as well. It's for me a foundational thing for anything in life. Have a gratitude practice and make it your own. So it's really easy to sustain. I have shared how mine looks like many times here in the podcast. Basically, I write down every day five things that I'm grateful for that happened in the last 24 hours. Make your own gratitude practice, however it looks, whenever you decide to implement that practice, but getting the habit of practicing gratitude. Another habit to stop doing 
this is number 21 is stop multitasking. I think a lot of times when we think about focusing on something or developing something, we automatically think about all the things that we need to do, right? All the things that we need to add to the already long list of things that we're doing. Sometimes it's not about adding, but it's about subtracting. You have heard me talk about this before. In this case, one thing, one habit I am trying to get into is to stop multitasking. To get in the habit of working on one and only one thing at a time. This not also not only can help with living more intentionally, but also can have a huge impact in your personal productivity. Number 22, um, stop eating in front of the TV. Again, something to stop doing, uh, something to subtract. For me, I want to be more intentional and be more mindful when I'm eating. And we can talk for hours about intentional eating um, and all the benefits that it has. But typically for me, like I, my lunch especially, I eat at my desk while checking emails, the worst habit that you can think about around eating. And then I stopped doing that and I started to eat in my kitchen table instead of my desk. But then I was scrolling on social media or watching, at taking a training or trying to multitask while I was eating. And then at dinner, a lot of times we were turn on the TV as we were eating dinner with my family. So I want to stop multitasking when I'm eating. When I'm eating, I'm eating and I'm only eating. That is the habit that I'm focusing on this year. Another habit, I think this one is 23, is to batch your task. Uh, I've talked about batching tasks before when I've talked about productivity and time management. Basically what it is, very simple, is batching tasks that are similar in nature, and then blocking chunks of time to tackle those tasks. And that has a huge impact in productivity. We'll talk more about productivity because we can talk about being intentional without talking about being intentional with our time. And when we're intentional with our time, automatically that has a positive impact in productivity. So I'm thinking sometime this year, We'll tackle this whole topic of productivity and we can go deeper into batching tasks. But that is another habit personally I'm working on this year to getting better at batching my task. Um, another habit, another idea, this is not one that I have implemented yet, but maybe I'll get to this one, is to take 20 minutes a day to tidy up. Um, I typically use the weekends to do all the cleaning around the house. And that means that I don't have, I, you know, I'll rather spend my time in the weekends doing something else. So I want to develop the habit of carving out time during the week to do the chores at home so I can free up my time and my energy on the weekends. And maybe this is, you know, after dinner. I don't know when will be the right time. And I'm sure that whatever works for me, 
it's something different that works for you. But just getting in the habit of carving out time daily, whether it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes to do chores at home, to tidy up, to make sure that my home is welcoming, inviting, clean, and organized. Um, because we talked about earlier, if you have uh, a space that is chaotic, um, it's hard to be intentional, right? So, okay. Next one, I don't even know what number is this. I think this is number 24, is to make your bed every morning. There's even a book about making your bed in the morning. There is something about making your bed, starting your day with accomplishing something, getting something done that feels so good and can really have a positive impact throughout the day. And then... Who doesn't love to come home when you're tired, when you're ready to get into bed and your bed be done, right? So getting in the habit of making your bed every day, another habit that you can consider if you want to focus on living more intentionally. Another habit um, I was thinking about is getting in the habit of doing a brain dump before going to bed. A brain dump basically is writing down in a piece of paper, in a journal, in a notebook, anywhere, in the notes of your phone, of all the things that are in your mind before you go to bed. This has proven to help you fall asleep quicker and to have a better night's sleep. And sleep is super important. We've talked about this before many times. So this can be a great habit if you want to improve your sleep this year, be more intentional with your sleep and your rest. This can be a habit to consider, to do a brain dump before going to bed. So those are, I think there were 25 ideas of 25 different habits that you can consider to incorporate into your day if you want to live more intentionally this year. Now, I told you I want to share with you a scientific back um, framework to develop habits. And um, it's the 3R framework. And I learned this from, of course, James Clear, who is the author of Atomic Habits, one of my favorite books in the entire world. Um, I really, it's a book that I really recommend to anyone that wants to work on developing habits or stopping habits, really a great book. I'll put a link on the show notes of the podcast episode. If you want to grab a copy, really recommend it. But there is this simple three-step pattern that every habit follows, right? And it's called the three R's of habit change. And basically it goes like this. The first R stands for reminder. And this is the trigger that initiates the behavior. The second R stands for routine. And this states this stands for the behavior itself, right? The action that you take, like the 25 different actions that I just shared with you. And number three, the third R stands for reward. This is the benefit that you gain from doing that behavior. So this sequence has been proven over and over again in behavioral psychology um, on how habits work. I think 
I learned about this. Maybe it wasn't about, it wasn't from James Clear, but it was from Charles Duick in his book, The Power of Habits, another great book, by the way. Um, but I think he refers to it, maybe it was the same thing, but it wasn't the three R's. He calls the cue, the routine, and the reward. So just to make it easy to remember, I like the three R's better which is reminder, routine, and reward. So how can you use this to develop any habits? So the first step is to use a current habit as the reminder for a new one. And this is what I referred to earlier as habit stacking. So let's say that um, you want to start any of the 25 habits that I mentioned to you. I'm just going to use practicing gratitude as an example, just because I love gratitude, right? So step number one is what can be the reminder to practice gratitude? How, where, or when can you introduce this habit so you will always have that reminder. What is one habit that you currently have that can become that reminder for gratitude? So for me, I practice gratitude as part of my morning routine. So this basically is comes right after my meditation. So when I meditate, every time that I meditate, meditating becomes a reminder to say, hey, gratitude is next. For you might be brushing your teeth, for example, in the morning when you brush your teeth, that might be your reminder of practicing gratitude. And maybe while you're brushing your teeth, you're thinking about the things that you're grateful for. Great habit stacking, great reminder, because I'm assuming that you brush your teeth every day. But if you don't, Use anything that you do every day, like pouring your coffee or your tea in the morning, right? While you're doing that, that can be the reminder to practice gratitude. Um, another one can be when you shower, right? When you get into the shower, getting into the shower can be the reminder. And then you can just think about the things that you're grateful while you're in the shower. Step number two right, is make your habits incredibly easy to start. So we said that the second R is the routine. That is the actual behavior. And the trick, and I mentioned this before, is to make it as easy as possible, right? Make it as easy as possible. Make it so easy that you can say no to not doing it. So in my example of gratitude, right? If you practice gratitude while you're brushing your teeth or you're having a shower, you're stuck in there brushing your teeth or you're stuck in the shower. Like it's so easy, right? Like you can do it at the same time. It's not adding more time in your day. It's not getting any complexity. You're probably not doing anything while brushing your teeth or being in the shower or you're just worrying about things that are just adding stress to your life. Instead, practice gratitude. Make it easy to say no to it. And then number three is the reward. 
always reward yourself. It's important to celebrate, right? It's important to celebrate that we did the thing that we said we were going to say. So um, if you're practicing gratitude, at the end of practicing gratitude, let me tell you that the reward of practicing gratitude is the sense of peace, um, calm that you're going to feel, the sense of joy that you're going to feel. That in itself, it's a reward. But maybe if you're practicing gratitude while you're brushing your teeth or taking a shower, maybe you give yourself a high five in the bathroom mirror after doing that, which, by the way, was another habit on the list. And now you have stacked three habits, one on top of the other. Brushing your teeth, practicing gratitude, high-fiving yourself. Or taking a shower, practicing gratitude, high-fiving yourself. That easy, right? It's so easy to do it. Um, that there's no resistance and you have a way of rewarding yourself. But never forget about rewarding yourself at the end. Because that is going to reinforce the practice, reinforce the habit, and keep and have you keep coming back to that habit. And you can pick any of the habits on the list that I share with you. There were 25 or so that I share. Once again, start with one. Once you have become comfortable with that one habit, once it feels like it is part of your routine and you actually start to feel weird the day that you don't do it, then start adding another one, right? Don't try to do all 25 at the same time. Probably not all 25 resonated with you. So which one is the one that resonated the most with you? Start there. Start small, focus on the three R's, and you're going to be on your way of starting living just a little bit more intentionally every day. Okay, I hope this was helpful. I hope this was inspiring. I hope that you already have that one habit in your mind that you want to try it out this week. And I can't wait to hear how that is going. If you find today's episode helpful, do me a favor, share it with a friend that you think can benefit from this content. Share it on your social media. Please tag me. Uh, you can find me as Leading Yourself Podcast. That way I can personally thank you for spreading the word about the Leading Yourself podcast. One more thing, if you are enjoying the podcast and you would like to get even more content from me, one of the things that I am trying to be more intentional about this year is creating community. And I have started a Patreon community I'm going to put all the details on the show notes, but basically it's a place where every month you can get bonus content from me, including worksheets that you can do, use to help you in your journey, because that is eventually my mission with this podcast, and also to connect with other like-minded individuals. And you can get access to this exclusive community for less than what you pay for a coffee for an entire month. And the content is going to be compiling month after month. So once you're in, you have access to everything that has been shared in the past. We're just starting the community. I would love for you to be one of the first people in the community. I would love to see you there. 
go check it out. As I said, I'm going to put the link on the show notes of this podcast episode. And with that, I hope you have an amazing start of your week or an amazing day, no matter what day of the week you're listening to the podcast. I will see you here back again next week for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.